If you have the desire to write, draw, paint, perform, speak or act, right now it might feel like a hobby or something that you used to do, but I want you to uncover that creative gift and bring it back to life. This is about honouring your creativity, making space for it in your life and overcoming resistance to creating. If you're ready to unlock your own creativity to find ultimate soul restoration and life transformation, you're in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your pen or your paints. Let's go. You're here because you want to boost your creativity. But how do you do that? Is it really possible? Well, love, I'm here to tell you that it absolutely is. I'm your host, Siobhan Jones, and today I've got two powerful yet simple ways you can boost your creativity coming right at you. It would be super helpful if you've listened to episode eight because we're carrying on from there. In the last episode, you did your time inventory and you've prioritized and planned your creative time into your schedule. That is awesome. This might have seemed like nothing to you, but you're consciously welcoming your creative outlet into your life. That's a huge step from where you were. So what's next? Well, first, how did it feel planning your creative time into your schedule? Love, send me a message and let me know. For me, when I plan my creative time into my schedule, it's there staring at me and I know that I've intentionally chosen to make time for my writing. For some of us, Seeing our creative outlet in our schedule is enough to start the practice. And if that's you, great. If not, no worries. You'll get all the benefits of finding out two ways you can boost your creativity in this episode. I mean, why would you want to boost your creativity? And before you say you're not creative and so you can't boost it, creativity is innate. But yes, we absolutely need to flex the muscle. Boosting your creativity will mean you spend less time in the gap between what you want to express and what you actually express. And why would you want to be more creative? Ideas tend to come more naturally when you spend less time stalking them. It's almost like when you're trying to befriend a cat and you can't. We have two beautiful Berman cats and my daughter goes around chasing them um, and they don't come to her and she's, you know, She's really disappointed about that and ideas are sort of like cats in that way. You know, you you have to let them do their own thing. Here's another one. You'll experience a greater connection to your soul and creator. You'll have a greater ability to move past learned, fearful ways of thinking. You'll have more freedom to express yourself without judgment and that can be so healing. You'll get familiar with the human experience of letting emotions live and then letting them move on. Creativity improves self-awareness and problem-solving skills. It is a great stress reliever. It brings more fun, joy, and surprise into life. Ultimately, boosting creativity will help you restore your soul, and it can transform your life. Want some of that? Yes, you do. So two ways to boost your creativity. The first one is the hardest. Can you guess what it is? It's starting. What creative outlet are you starting and when did you schedule it in? And have you told your person that you've planned it into your schedule? If you haven't or if you don't know who to tell, hit me up on Facebook in our community, the Unlocked Creative Community, or email me hello at theunlockedcreative.com. By now you've told your person, you've planned the activity, did you give yourself a time limit? 
If you can write or draw or paint, whatever that thing is, if you can do your activity for just two minutes for that first session, that's what I want you to do. Before you do it, you've already told someone you've planned it in. So you're going to start your creative outlet at the time you've allocated. But this is important now. So listen in. You are not going to spend any longer or any shorter amount of time than two minutes. Two minutes, love. Okay, and after you do that, tell your person that you've done the thing and tell them how you felt about it. Here's the thing. Taking this action, starting, is going to boost your creativity. So that is one way to boost your creativity, starting. And here's the next thing. It's going to get a bit wacky up in here. Are you ready? Now that you have your gorgeous schedule with your amazing, joyful, creative outlet in there, smiling back at you, I want you to think very carefully. Where do you have nothing booked in? And I don't mean the nothing from the never-ending story. And, you know, go and Google it if I've lost you on what that is. I guess it's not nothing. It's a kind of something, a space in between. What I mean by this is time to daydream, to be off with the fairies. And that could actually be what you're writing about or drawing or painting or not. Fairies. The point is, we are so full of doing these days. Whether we're aware of it or not, there is this constant pull for our attention. I mean, when was the last time you were bored? If you're constantly planning when you're in the shower, on the toilet, or driving, or walking, whatever, you're missing a crucial part of the creative process, which is space. Time to daydream. Us humans used to have time to be bored. Time when our minds searched for ideas of their own accord. But now, we're satisfied. Our brains are always met with doing. They're satiated. We're always surrounded. Whether it's by sound, visuals, physical experience, taste, smell, thinking. In the daydream space, it's not as if nothing happens because we don't exist in some sort of black hole. So you don't need to be afraid of nothing happening. What can happen ranges and, you know, it ranges from person to person. It's uncertain, but it's also fun for you to watch. One thing that can happen is you start to think about scenarios, how things could play out in life, a story, or you might notice how, wow, your shoulders feel really tense today. And maybe you should have made your husband a coffee this morning instead of ignoring his pleas. Or was that just me? Anyway, you self-reflect is what I'm saying. The daydreaming mind is a wonderful nemesis for your inner critic. Daydreaming is about openness, allowing, wandering, discovering. It's about curiosity, even the sense of trust. As a writer, I hear authors talking about the need to put our work away once we've drafted something to give our mind space from the work. Have you ever felt that, you know, whether it be at work or home, whatever struggle or problem you're working on, you're just too close to it and you need to step away? So it's time for you to book in five minutes to daydream. Call it off with the fairies whatever your heart desires. And I don't mind when you do this, but make sure that you have at least one session of daydreaming in your weekly schedule. If you have done your time tracking exercise from the last episode, you would have found bits in your calendar to delegate or let go of. But if you didn't find anything, don't worry. You can do this now. So this week, while showering or on your walk, make sure to daydream. Not to plan what you're doing next in your day or tomorrow or next week. If that happens, just label it 
planning because it's what our minds love to do. And then allow your thoughts to flow. If you get distracted, which is highly likely, please be compassionate. You are so busy, your mind isn't used to this space. You need to make five minutes to daydream once a week, whether that be first thing before you brush your teeth, before you have a shower, in the bath, whatever. It might even be when you're waiting in your parked car for your kids to finish dance. Five minutes only. Another way to fit it in is you might get up five minutes earlier to do this in that kind of beautiful morning silence. Or at night, if you're a night owl. Space is part of the creative process, and daydreaming will boost your creativity. You'll generate energy from starting your creative outlet and giving yourself space to daydream. I know it can be tough, but here's what you're doing. You're going to start your creative outlet. You're only spending two minutes on it. And you're also going to daydream for five minutes. That's a total of seven minutes this week. Can you do seven minutes? Just to put it statistically, that's 0.07% of your week. It's probably the amount of time it takes you to wait in line for coffee twice this week. And if you want to do more, go for it. But I'm not handing out points, okay, because this is hard work and this is the hardest part it was for me, starting Okay, so what I want you to do is start and schedule the daydreaming. Come and share what happened when you started your drawing, your painting, your crafting, your dancing, your thing. Come and share this in our private Facebook group, the Unlocked Creative Community. Let's lift each other up. And before you go, I want to let you know I've got a couple of mentorship sessions for April available. You're missing that creativity. You know, maybe you used to write and you've lost it. You can't figure out how to time block it into your life. Or you're just really unsure with how to get started with a creative outlet, whether that be crafting, dancing, singing, writing or painting. Whatever that is, I would love to be your mentor through this process. Together we can discover what that creativity is that's begging to be unlocked or how to make time and space for it or rediscover it. You can email me hello at theunlockedcreative.com and we'll get it set up for you. I'm so excited to work with you. Till we meet again same time next week. Take care.